The following episode contains explicit content. Listener's discretion is advised. It was an early night in the winter of 2011. The days were incredibly short and the darkness of the night quickly crept in. The windows were down and the air was brisk, cold, but fresh and enlivening. My best friend and I had just gotten scooped up by Chachi's. I was in the back seat with my burgundy colored chucks and matching polo, unwittingly paired with khaki cargo shorts. Chachi's was homies with my very first boyfriend at the time, and he was the only one who had a car in the group, so he came through with the ride so we could all kick it at the park. As we swerved down the streets of Eastside Las Vegas, a distinguishable track reverberated through the loudspeakers of the truck. It was Season of the Sickness by Brother Lynch Hunt. The thrill of being 15 years old, riding in the backseat of a speeding and possibly intoxicated driver, defying my mother's wishes of being out without her knowledge, and the unforgettable moments with my first love. It was dangerous and exhilarating. We made several stops, and as we drove off, several 40-ounce Old English 800s appeared. I was a dead man. When we got to the park, those bottles got down. I didn't drink anything, neither did my best friend. We kind of just chilled. And then when it was time to go, we dipped because it was way past the time we were allowed to be out. We may have smoked a little bit. When me and my best friend got back home, our moms were both just extremely worried. They were like, where were you two? Yelling at us, et cetera, et cetera and obviously our eyes were a little red so my mom was like why are your eyes red christian and i looked at each other and (laughs) i swear this was the most comedy story but point is she was like oh um you know brenda was just really upset her boyfriend broke up with her and she was crying, and so then I started crying. (laughs) We really said we were crying. This was the first time we all hung out together, and unbeknown to me, it was also the last time. The OEs were downed, and all the weed was smoked, but the impressionable sound of Brother Lynch hung lived beyond this moment. On this episode, you will learn about Sacramento-based horrorcore rapper Brother Fuck, I really said brother. I really pr- I really pronounced it. Wow. <gasps> okay. <laughs> brother Lynch Hung. You will learn about Brother Lynch Hung because I'll be sharing with you all <laughs> some of my favorite songs from him, a little bit background on his life and his career. And um yeah. Hope you guys enjoy this. Sacramento-based rapper Brother Lynch Hung is a music producer and solo rap artist with a knack for gory lyricism and emblematic horrorcore founder. 
1993, Lynch collaborated with Master P to drop his first EP titled 24 Deep. Striking through the deuce with a foley in my mouth. The nigga with a rep for atheism, mystic death. Ripping a label off the photo based on the fact I got respect for my dead folks. Prop for my nigga Lopes. 187's in the Two years later, he went off on his own to produce Season of the Sickness in 1995. Yeah, I'm back up in this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? For the nine, whatever the fuck, you know? I ain't dead yet. This album goes so hard. I was a dead man walking they say so Lynch has such an extensive amount of albums out it's ridiculous I have yet to listen to all of his albums like every 2 or 3 years he's dropped an album since the 90s bro that's like 20 plus years so the first song I was playing was off of his first album that one's called 24 deep the second one I played just now is called Rest in Piss. And then this next one I'm about to show you guys is called Loke to the Brain. Classic. Yo. This chorus right here. Rest in Loke to the Brain. You heard? Loke to the brain, bitch. Yeah, how y'all like that? How do all of you fuck with this? Do you? Uh, yeah. Let's go. Okay. Shit's about to end. But all right, all right. Let's get back to it. Personally, I have yet to listen to all of his albums, but the ones I've bumped, I've continued coming back to. I would say his music is not for a popular audience, though. His discography serves a very acquired taste. My favorite album is Season of the Sickness. Bruised with nostalgia, this record's impressionability holds weight for those who are able to stomach the lyrics. Oh man, that Brother Lynch Hung takes me way back to high school years. That season of Sickness album was an underground cult classic then. I remember it took over my little hometown in Ohio with a quickness. You had this dude spitting insane lyrics over some dope West Coast style G-Funk beats. Every other car that drove by was bumping that joint. Such a unique rap album for that time. His sharp, cunning flow mixed with the groovy rhythm and deep bass makes you almost forget the gruesome and dark lyrical content behind the production. Imagine a slasher horror film, but hood, occasionally dazzled with soulful vocals. Brother Lynch Hung's acidic yet mesmerizing work is undeniably a cult classic for 90s hip-hop heads. Creeping in the dark with 
My first encounter with his music, as I described it earlier, was during the peak of my adolescence. I was a sophomore at El Dorado High and my best friend was also really into it. She went through his albums a lot sooner than I had. She was also heavily into Wu-Tang and Tech 9 I found Tech 9s music to be a little too much for me, but I eventually found myself listening to Brother Lynch Hung. For quite some time, it was a selective list of songs I would play, but when I finally ran through the entire season of the Sickness album is when I realized his content was actually like kind of fucked up in a good way. Scratch his head. <laughs> Brother Lynch Hung's music contains themes of horror mixed with street gang life. In an interview, Lynch recalls the addiction, the violence, and the dysfunctional home that he came up from. This interviewer was like low-key kind of annoying, but I just thought it was funny, uh, Brother Lynch's response, because the interviewer was like, so you grew up in the 70s, 80s, you're a little bit older than I am, but like crack was popular, dot, dot, dot. And Lynch's response was hilarious. It was like, yeah, it was just crack everywhere. I'm gonna show you. So you grew up in Sacramento um, in, in the, the 70s and 80s. Like, what was the environment like during that time? Because that was, you know, we're, we're, you're a little bit older than me, but yeah. you were around when, when crack really kind of hit. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, everywhere I grew up, crack everywhere. He really cracks me up. <laughs> and then there's this other part where the interviewer is like, talking about how Brother Lynch Hung doesn't really show his face, and Lynch is like, yeah, you know, I try to stay low key. And the interviewer is like, yeah, that's why you don't see me on my YouTube videos. And Brother Lynch was like, nice. <laughs> I'm really out the way. You know what I mean? I don't hang out. I don't even put my face on my album cover, just so I can go to Walmart and go to Target and go to the grocery store and sneak up in here, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I mean, look, I'm doing this interview behind the camera for pretty much the same reason. Nice, nice. See what I'm saying? I like to yeah. be able to move around freely. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he really said nice. Like, good for you, bud. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> nah, that's mean, I'm just kidding. Not nah, for real. Nice. In this interview, he also described how his predilection for horror began with his interest in the Twilight Zone. I was just like, man, I knew it was something cool about this guy. I also loved the Twilight Zone growing up. It's like the OG Black Mirror. I think the very first Twilight Zone episode I watched was the one where it was this dude and he like worked this very dull, tedious job at a bank as a teller and all he wanted to do all day was read. And he made this wish that like, he would just have all the time in the world so that he could read. And he had really thick glasses, like he could not see. And this was back in the day, so he didn't have contacts. So he locks himself in this vault so that he could read. And so he, he could escape his job, his boss, his wife, who was like annoying him half the time. And then they were hit by a bomb and everything in the city got destroyed. And he was like low-key happy about it because 
he like walked around and he like came across the bookshelf and it was a whole bunch of books and he was like finally I get to read tell me why this man steps on his glasses and breaks them can't see a damn thing But anyway, yeah, there's tons of episodes, pretty trippy. But yeah, so Brother Lin Chung, I guess he grew up sort of a recluse. Like he was forced to be out on his own at a very young age, admittedly feeling scared, but pushing through with music producing and rapping since he was 13 years old. You know, when I think about Brother Lin Chung and the genre of music he creates, I really think like this is a dude from the block who's really into horror like that's his shit and I think it's cool that he's found this outlet of expression because the reality is he grew up watching some real life horror shit he was 16 years old when he joined the garden block cribs seeking family and support away from home both of his parents were addicted to drugs and watching the people closest to you turn into zombies is akin to a real-life nightmare. What up? Hey, nigga. Hey, nigga, Pete Gang. Nigga, I got me this little old trick from the other side, you know what I'm saying? The bitch was running her mouth, nigga. Them fools are out to get your ass, nigga. That's real. It's on the block, nigga. So what's up, nigga? What you want to do, nigga? Stop on them fools, nigga. Listen, nigga, listen, listen. We just gonna chill at the crib. We just gonna strap up and wait, nigga. Don't even trip. I got me a 9mm, 44, AR-15, 30i6 with a scope, nigga. A Ithaca 37, 12-gauge sawed-off shotgun with a 5-pound slide, nigga. We all the way nice, nigga. Street sweeper and shit, pistol grip. The other thing I really appreciate about Season of the Sickness is how he placed these different skits throughout the entire album like he's really telling a story here brother lynch hung creates a genre of music that lies at a unique intersection from repping his clique to expressing the frustrations that come with building a family he layers these themes of camaraderie grief and resilience into season of the sickness in 1996, an 18-year-old from Colorado taped Lynch's Season of the Sickness album to his chest and killed three of his family members. His minister blamed Brother Lynch Hung for these actions. Since the 90s, critics have placed blame on rappers for their content, arguing that it is negatively influencing people, especially the youth. Research shows that this is far from truth. It is argued that those who advocate for censorship are people who experience what is called the third-person effect. It is a perceptual and behavioral hypothesis that predicts individuals are likely to see others as more influenced by media images than themselves, and therefore see a need to protect those who are not wholesome enough or smart enough to discern between what is right and what is wrong. It is this moral and ethical sense of supremacy that unveils censorship is an illusion where race and class impact the reception of his enigmatic horrorcore themes. You know, I feel like people could possibly listen to his music and be like, oh, this is like the devil's music, or this is music that will corrupt somebody. But it's like, there's so much other media out there that is fucked up and gory. I don't see people trying to censor Johnny Cash or Under the Bed 
or Land of the Dead. There's all these horrific, oh, Saw, the Saw movies. Come on now, you know those shits are fucked up. I'm not particularly fond of horror, especially that which contains explicit gore. But Lynch's work is a truly compelling work of art, containing depth both musically and from a storytelling perspective. This is all I have for today. I hope you all enjoyed hearing a little bit about Brother Lynch Hung. I'm eager to know if any of you check out his music, what you think about it. Feel free to hit me up and tell me what your thoughts are. And let me know if you would like to hear more on on this topic because there's a lot more I can say about Brother Lynch Hung, but I will save it for future episodes where I would love to dive deeper into his tracks and share with you my own critical analysis of his metaphors, euphemisms, and my own personal fascination with his wordplay and sound. Deuces. Y otros en mi mejor amigo, este domingo solo por Univision.